that's here. Talking to my mom about cow potatoes. I'm sitting here ready to record. Closer to the mic. Fucking there he is. Welcome to Justice Losers, a podcast where we talk about pop culture, media, and movies, TVs, and comics. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co host, Bat Bat. Oh, you've done that one before. You... I'm trying to do the little dance thing, oh, but yeah, the, 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 visual, the visual humor doesn't, yeah. doesn't really work when we're. Uh, <laughs> Matt, what people do? Progress. People should like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Uh, specifically, people should check out our Gmail. Send us an email with, um, I don't know, uh, your your Rise of Skywalker reviews. Let's let's hear what the people think. Yeah, people think it's terrible. No, that's not true. People liked it. People shouldn't. No, people should like it if they want to like it. I'm conflicted. Why you? That's gonna sound so bad. I know. I'm struggling. <laughs> Uh, people need, people should have their own opinions but if you think i'm gonna say this it's a it's a kind of a harsh opinion if you think that rise of skywalker is a good movie then you're wrong it's a bad movie it's a good fan event it's hard i think to talk about it as a movie because I, th- I think it's perfectly fine as a movie. It's a bad Star Wars movie. What I'm, what I'm trying to, like, figure out for myself is, like, if that's a bad Star Wars movie, then not, then so was Force Awakens. It, it's weird. Like, it's... And we talked about it in our review. And... This this trilogy is a weird trilogy. Yeah. And I think just the existence of it needs to be removed from canon. Not not because I think ideas are interesting or not interesting or anything or shouldn't be in canon. But I think that it's just... It did Star Wars a disservice as a whole. Mm-hmm. It split up the fan base a lot. Like, there was pretty much... The biggest argument was whether or not... Uh, Attack of the Clones or Phantom Menace was the biggest, was the worst one. Like, that's really, everyone else was pretty unified in a lot of other things. Yeah. But then this new trilogy happened, and it just, whatever happened went horribly wrong. And I think it was just, like, a, a better movie could have been made to start it. Yeah. Um, Force Awakens, you may have enjoyed it, but, like, it was done in a jj abrams way where everything is fan service and it's... you know i have just i just finished rewatching the sequel trilogy this weekend yeah in preparation for this and force awakens is not as bad as you remember well no i'm not saying it's a bad movie i'm saying it had some problems when it came to like if they're just the problem i had it was just that it rehashed existing stuff yeah and it was just fan service i don't like fan service but I'll live with it mm-hmm. if it's in like minor detail, like minor things. Mm-hmm. But when you have it every fifteen seconds, like in Rise of Skywalker, that's when it really just drives me nuts. Yeah, like you heard me audibly sigh at one point. Yep, <laughs> because of the fan service, it was just so blatant. Yeah, um, but I think that's like they could have. He could have. That's how J.J. Abrams works, and we talked about that in the review. I think having meditated on this a little bit yeah. i think jj abrams is a fantastic replicator he knows yes. what a star wars movie feels like and he knows how to replicate that feeling he doesn't understand star wars yes and that, that i think that's exactly how like kind of what i was getting at with uh you just managed to put words to it mm-hmm. with how the first movie could have been done better yeah. it's like solo yeah it's just they just copy pasted like essentially frames from everything that uh that harrison ford ever did yep. and put it into a different movie yeah yes you can capture it because that's something that solo would say but like you didn't capture why he would say that he would be it feels like he would have been a great one to direct if they had someone else writing yeah and if he's like doing a little has some script input but someone yeah. else is driving the story yes um because yeah rewatching um well Let's well, let's go into what I've been up to because I've been yeah, up okay, to yeah. I've been up to watching the sequel trilogy, um, and Force Awakens is the the plot is bad. It's a it's mm-hmm. a dumbed down rehash of New Hope. Yep. Um, 
but the characters are good and it's got some really awesome scenes. The escape from Jakku on the Millennium Falcon is that's an incredible Star Wars scene right there. It's what Star Wars has always been about. The good guys figuring out who they are and learning to work together and um it's just it's a well put together uh aerial battle yeah. like these are people who've never really flown before, so two TIE fighters are a real problem for them. The uh-huh. TIE fighters seem like fully competent enemies. They're able yeah. to keep up with them and keep them on their toes. Mm-hmm. And then the the way the fight finishes with Ray kind of like instinctively figuring out the stall because the gun's yeah. jammed, that's, oh, it's great. But then just... I apologize for my coughing, by the way. This yeah, this My is throat bad. is really, like, my throat and lungs are really, really dry. Yep. <coughs> yeah, and there's, there's several of those just quite good moments yeah it, it does a good job of setting out here are the characters it's just not a good story and it doesn't lay down any great groundwork for the story mm-hmm. moving forward i mean it lays down like it's it's clear that he had a vision of what he wanted to happen mm-hmm. and that's a bad idea because uh, what was the deal back then was were we expecting J.J. Abrams to have all three movies, or did they take him off and they took him off, or were they expecting three different directors? When they started, the plan was to have J.J. Abrams do the first one, Ryan Johnson do the second one, and Colin Trevorrow That's do right. Episode Nine. Yes, Colin Trevorrow went and got himself fired. Yeah, uh, for I guess we're still not entirely clear what the reasons are. Yeah, because he also did Rogue One, didn't he? No, he did Jurassic World. Oh yeah, okay, I'm mixing up people. Oh yeah, and you mentioned he got a writing credit in yes, last year. He got a writing credit in uh, Rise of Skywalker. Um, that I think that was Disney going, "Hey, that shit worked with Marvel, right? Different directors for everything." Yes, that works when you have a million different characters and each director does a different character. Yeah, you can do that. You're telling different stories. Telling different stories, yeah. And when it comes to this. J.J. Abrams set up what he thought was the right thing, which is fine. If we just had three movies that went from where J.J. Abrams wanted to go, that would have been fine. If he understood what Star Wars was. I mean, even even if he didn't, like, if I got three Force Awakens, Force Awakens is better than Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Like, I, I it would not be the worst movies. Yeah. But I, like, it, the, the way that started ended with, me putting this ninth movie down at the bottom three of all movies mm-hmm. and not all movies all star wars movies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see Woo! hellboy that's right Crimes down there with hellboy. <laughs> <laughs> and battle of the five armies <laughs> oh boy um it, it, it just he did not plan he did not do that right he, he's not from marvel or like not from the mcu right if they'd taken someone like john favreau or someone who hell the russo brothers from the Marvel mm-hmm. movies, they would have this experience of, I know how to set things up. Yeah, you can take it in multiple directions. Yeah, hell, fucking uh, Thanos at the end of Avengers mentions uh, death, like courting death. Mm-hmm. Like that was just a thing that was kind of said that could lead to something big. Yeah, it ended up not because that's the, that's where they decided not to go. But mm-hmm. they had that option to not go with something. Yeah, J.J. All... Abrams set up a very specific direction. Mm-hmm. And when Ryan Johnson decided to not go with those exact directions, fucking people lost their minds. Yep. And that's a terrible way to do that. Yeah. Like just all around. I I personally, God damn it, I personally blame Kathleen Kennedy for this entire travesty. I think that's probably the problem. We needed someone on top. We needed a Kevin Feige or honestly a George Lucas. She was supposed to be that. Yeah. She just did a bad job. She was sitting there on a mountain full of money, like laughing maniacally and then mm-hmm. just not doing anything. Yep. We should have had, I think, Ryan Johnson running the show from the start, at least big picture wise. Yeah, I mean, it's he has a really interesting way of go of. Uh, they, he says subverting expectations, and I'm starting to not like that phrase because it gets used too much. And it's not entirely accurate. It's to what not he entirely does. accurate either. He um, he doesn't want to cater to your expectations necessarily. Yeah. It's not he's not interested in fan service really. He wants to make you go. Oh, that was an interesting take on that. Yeah. But not like, what? Yeah. So he'll he'll add new perspectives. The uh, Benicio Del Toro character is just a new perspective on the Star Wars universe. Yeah. He's minor. He plays his role. He offers a different viewpoint. The story moves on. Yeah. And 
Like his... the casino was a. Uh, I will never. I will always concede that the casino was a. Con- the whole casino scene was fucking stupid. Didn't need to happen. I think. I think the problem is Ryan Johnson had his idea of where he wanted the trilogy to go. Exactly. And yeah. he realized he has one movie to do it, and he crammed a lot into that movie. Yeah. It's it's long, and you feel that length. I mean, yeah, and this whole franchise, this whole saga has just been uh, cramming what they wanted to go into the movie into the movie yeah or like not the whole thing the last two movies especially like particularly the 15 minute intro to this movie <laughs> where it's just like you mentioned previously on star wars where it's yep. a bunch of 30 second scenes of different characters of what they're doing of what they like of what they what what i'm sure jj abrams would have spent the entirety of last jedi doing yeah um so yeah Last Jedi though is it's still a great movie. Yeah. Um Ryan Johnson, it's it's definitely less fun, I think, than yeah. even Rise of Skywalker. But he, Ryan Johnson understands Star Wars. Yeah. He gets right to the core of it. Just the the Luke Ray interactions are that's what Star Wars is all about right there. Mm-hmm. And he just lays it out, explains it, he digs into some interesting new concepts that aren't really groundbreakingly controversial it just puts an interesting spin that feels like a logical extension of mythology the argument that a jedi wouldn't turn again like wouldn't think that the jedi are useless completely missed the really minute and intricate point that anakin makes in revenge of the sith Mm -hmm. where his whole thing is like well from my point of view the jedi are evil and if you actually think about it yeah the jedi are the worst yeah like the (laughs) prequels 20 years to figure it out but he figured it out yeah I'm really excited to go back and do these rewrite episodes episodes at some point because the the prequels are supposed to tell the story that when the Jedi were in power and they were the ones completely in charge, they messed up. They did it wrong. Yeah. They got arrogant and they facilitated the creation of the Empire and the rise of Darth Vader. Yeah. Just as Luke says. And so he realizes that and he sees the limitations of the, the Jedi philosophy. Mm-hmm. And so he's trying to pass that on to the next person. Yeah, and people are like, Luke wouldn't get, like... I understand. I heard a good argument that uh, it's fine if Luke gets all embittered and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. But at least show have, have some hint towards that growth rather than he's just suddenly grumpy. And I'm like, okay, I can understand that. Like, put, like, a little bit more into it. But the problem is that Ryan Johnson didn't have the time to do that. Right. Unless you wanted a four-hour movie. Right. And so it's like, they hate that movie entirely because of that. And it's just like, well, just suspend disbelief for a little bit. Just I mean, come on. That's a Force Awakens thing. Force Awakens put Luke isolated himself and yeah. is trying to hide. Yeah. So, blame J.J. Abrams. Ryan Johnson's just doing, doing the best with what he had. I blame Disney. Yeah. Disney fucks everything up. Hopefully I don't fuck up Milan. <laughs> yeah. I don't want Milan to be get fucked. Dis- Disney has done a lot of things right. I'm, they did the MCU and they did it right. Yeah. Um, they didn't mean to do that. That's the thing, though. Right. It's like, it's, uh, we, I, my analogy, my food analogy from the review, when you make your own ice cream, first, first time you're like, oh, well, this is cool. Yeah. That happened to work out. And the second time you're like, don't remember the portions and like, you kind of just, you, you put things in there and you have higher expectations or the same expectations. You're like, oh, no, this isn't that good. It's like, yeah. nah, yeah. too liquidy. Yep. So, well, anyway. Anyway. That was a 15-minute conversation. Yep. I also watched Rise of Skywalker. I watched it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I texted you immediately after because on, re-wa- on rewatch, pretending that basically the main plot doesn't exist. <laughs> It's pretty good. <laughs> that is that is some glaring praise right there. Yeah. When well, the main plot doesn't exist, it's a pretty okay movie. Okay, so if you cut out like the very first scene, which is setting up sort of the whole villainous picture for the uh-huh. movie, the first half hour is really good. It's a lot of like good, fun char- character interactions. Sort of that first scene with um, Poe and Finn on the Falcon trying to escape. That that's good at like rapport building. It shows these yeah. characters have had time to work together and they've gotten used to each other mm-hmm. and they trust and respect each other. Yeah. And that's uh, 
honestly, I wish that's what they'd done in the prequels a little more with the Obi-Wan Anakin relationship uh-huh. instead of just saying, boy, he's a good friend of mine. Remember all those good times we had? <laughs> Remember when you rescued me off screen? <laughs> seven times, eight times, or eight times, seven times. The, the, the thing on that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the, the Ray training montage is good. Um, it's all right. It's, it's good. Okay. It's actually got some like character stuff in it and it's, yeah, I like it. Okay. And then, um, <laughs> we talked in a review about the scene in the desert that does a lot of things, right? My brain went to Mandalorian. What was the, uh, the... there's the festival and then oh, they have yeah. to flee and then. Chewie, don't stand out too much. Crouches. That was kind of funny. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, but then the problem is it has a main plot that just doesn't work. Yeah. So okay. anyway, not great. Uh, speaking of Mandalorian, though, I'm still caught up through episode seven. Me too. Uh, digging it. Yeah. So well, it's uh, it finally this last episode finally was like, hey, remember those episodic things that didn't matter? Look, they kind of mattered, I guess. We're coming together a little bit here. Yeah, I was expecting, like, every single person to come into play. That would have been too much. But also, what the fuck, Disney? (laughs) You're going to leave baby Yoda in harm's way and expect me to have a good Christmas? (laughs) What the fuck, Disney? (laughs) (laughs) I am going to be crying until the next movie or the next next episode. Yeah. Baby Yoda's in danger! (laughs) Yep. I uh yeah, episode seven. Also was... that what the fuck Disney was totally stolen from Brian David Gilbert, which is the thing I've been watching and I uh, mentioned that in the Okay. Like, what the fuck, Todd? Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I so I liked episode seven. I like that it's all coming back together. I really liked episode six, even though it was episodic. Mm-hmm. That felt like the Mandalorian we wanted. We've been waiting for, yeah. yeah. The Batman gadgets. So, it was it was so good to just like it was a good payoff. When they were all like, oh, this Mandalorian is he good as they say for like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then he just brutalizes a whole bunch of security guards like super easily. Yeah. And they're just like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's yeah, that's a Mando. <laughs> yeah. It's, they're making him the terrifying warrior he was supposed to be for the first five episodes mm-hmm. that we just didn't really buy. Yep. So, yeah, it's it's coming together for me. Um, we'll have to see how it wraps up. But I think it's going to. I think it's just going to be like a straightforward. He kills everybody, and then yeah, no, no answer. There's really not any questions. Not so much. Not any not really, really care about. There's one like, big question: Are we going to see Pablo Pascal's sexy, sexy face? I'm going to say no. All right, I'm going to say that's not going to happen. I'm going to say. I'm going to say they're going to reveal the the species name. I think that'll be like the big ending. Okay. Because not knowing the species name is a very like it's a pretty it's a it's a pretty niche knowledge. Mm-hmm. Like no one who just watches the movies cares or have thought about that. Right. Because they also don't know the name of like Twilex and whatever Coyote Mundi is. Like that stuff that's just not really mm-hmm. mentioned in the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just more of like an end. If you go into lore, they just don't know the name of that thing. Yeah. I think this is the spit. This is the place to reveal it. Cause it's, it's a big enough stretch. It's not a star Wars comic book where very few people are going to read it. Right. But, and it's a big enough thing, but they're also not going to waste time in an actual movie doing it. Right. So I think this is the right medium for them to reveal that species name. So I think we're going to get that. We're going to get Mando murdering a whole bunch of people. Amazingly, hopefully amazingly. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe a cameo. I think if, if Disney wants to make this as big as they've been trying to make it, they still need a cameo. Yeah. <laughs> well, cause there's at the end of episode five, there's that mysterious someone that showed oh, up. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm still kind of thinking Boba Fett, but uh, I also think, I don't know. I don't think that they're going to – I don't know if they would go with Boba Fett for the first season because that's a hefty thing. Right. Like, I feel it could like... be It could be just like he shows up as a cameo at the end for like a tease for season two. Possibly. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I, I would like to see Boba Fett. I would like Boba Fett to be redeemed when it comes to movie lore because I believe in Legends he's still pretty shit. <laughs> yeah. 
or not legends in in canon he's still pretty shit in legends they've made him a badass but i don't remember if they've made him badass again canon so mm-hmm. i'd like to see him redeemed and well maybe have that that'd be a really interesting like he's actually the enemy because he's a kind of like a diverted uh mandalorian he's not even mandalorian mm-hmm. he's a clone yeah if we're sticking to that yep um I'd like to see that really interesting, like, you have our armor and you bear our seal, like, fuck you, I'm going to kill you. Yep. Because <laughs> Mandalorians yeah. like to fight, and they're also super proud people. <laughs> Maybe don't step on them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that'd, that'd be a good way to go for season two. Mm. Yeah. Do we have a season two? Is it confirmed? I don't know. I think it is confirmed. I know that uh, a show got confirmed for a season three before the season one even released. Wow. How was it? Oh, no, it was Jack Ryan got confirmed for season three or four before season two dropped. Uh, yes, John Favreau has confirmed that season two is underway. Cool. Awesome. Oh, wait. We haven't even gotten to Taika Waititi's episode yet. Episode. He did the That's finale, the... didn't he? Oh, I think he did. <laughs> okay, now I'm super excited. <laughs> Taika Waititi can make some good shit. <laughs> yes, he can. Some funny shit, but also some really good... I think it's going to be a Taika Waititi uh, cameo. Well, he's Taika Waititi's already been in it. He's IG-80, or IG whatever Oh, that's is. right! Yeah. You're right. Ah, poop. <laughs> well, I mean, not poop, because he's in it. Anyway, we're at 20 minutes. Um, Is that all you've been up to? Uh, Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, I have been... I played Civ, and you remember last time when I said that I was just going to actually... You remember next week when I said <laughs> I was going to actually sit down and play and <laughs> beat a game? Timelines are confusing. <laughs> yes, I remember that. I actually did that. And okay. I won, and it was way too quick. Okay. Because I played a smaller game. Uh-huh. Uh, I, like, so I usually play standard map, but I played a small map. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I beat it. I just, I just got influential over everybody. I started, I made a, I read into the rules of a, uh, of um, uh, uh, faith and, like, religion and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So actually, like, I'm learning more about the game as I go so I can strategize better. Uh, and then I just started another game today. I went, I was, I sat down, and I was going to play a standard size game. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is the one that I've never been. I was like, okay, I'm going to sit down and do this. And then the fucking Celts just decided that they wanted to murder me. Well, I, yeah. I don't know why. As I they do? Probably because they founded a religion that I immediately sent a great prophet over there to completely convert their holy city to my religion. Mm-hmm. Probably didn't go over well with <laughs> a violent band of Celtish people. Uh, Celtic? Celtic people. Uh, so, yeah, she just attacked me. It's always terrifying when someone tells me like a, a leader talks to me he's like hey my spies tell you tell me that this person's uh plan plotting against you and i'm like uh-oh and then i start like training and buying a whole bunch of military mm-hmm. but like the next turn that they tell me they just show up with like 14 trebuchets and i'm just like well there go all of my cities so i got killed right off the bat like real quick oh so that didn't go well uh i've been reading the flash I actually have it next to me. Mm-hmm. Matt, every time he sees my Flash comic, decides it's funny to lift up his shirt. It's my favorite joke. It's his favorite joke, and I wish it's a bad joke, but I think so I, 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 it's fun. Um, it's gotten better. Uh, it was just this weird, like, this weird period of just like episodic. I, I have a problem with episodic. Yeah. Um, just episodic, and it didn't. Like it, it didn't. It didn't make sense to me. So the whole plot mm-hmm. of that whole thing is that um, the mayor of Central City was like, "Hey, you keep bringing all these villains and bringing disaster," and he was like, "No, I don't." And they're like, "Yeah, you do. You can no longer operate. You can live here, but you can no longer operate as the Flash in the in Central City." And so he's like, "Okay." And so he goes to Santa Monica in California, and he like commutes to work to, from Central City, which is in like Missouri, and then goes to california because he's the flash weird um but i think one of the problems i have with this right now is that he's just too damn powerful like early on it was because he was dying that he couldn't do a whole lot um and he had like all these mental blocks and stuff like that and like he wasn't the fat he wasn't as fast as barry allen Mm -hmm. which when you have the fastest guy in the world and he's not that fast that makes some really interesting stories but then, like, he just kind of figured it out. And now he can just travel, like, across the universe in the blink of an eye. And it makes everything else seem like it doesn't work because 
makes everything else seem trivial. He can do everything he can or everything he wants. Mm-hmm. But then, like, when he gets shot in the leg, it just doesn't make sense. Like, how are you not faster than that? Like, bullets are so fast, don't you know? They're so fast. Um, I don't know. It's just there's occasional things that, like he gets caught off guard or something that should be a lot slower than him catches up to him or something. It's just it's inconsistent mm-hmm. and it's the 90s and powers got it super inconsistent then um we were just talking about uh superman blue when he just stopped getting solar energy and started getting like electromagnetic energy and it was just super mm. weird and super stupid and only existed for like a year yeah less than that uh but it just got it it's it's weird, and there is – I'm currently in the middle of a story that you needed to – oh, wow, I'm a lot further than I thought it was. You needed to read this extra storyline mm-hmm. in order to understand it because I don't know who fucking uh, – what's his name? Oh, shit. No. I literally opened it up so that I could see it. No! I could fill the space and Neuron. make some interesting comment. Neuron? Neuron. Uh, it's a dude that I guess killed all the all the rogues, and now the rogues are all back and they're like dead or something. And mm. the Flash, he can phase through things, but apparently, Barry, uh, Wally West, when he phases through something, it makes it like volatile and explodes. So now he makes everything explode all the time because the '90s. That's pretty extreme. '90s were wild, dude. '90s were wild. You know what else was wild? The fucking '50s. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that was. We talked about that last episode. No, last episode, not next week, right? Right. Oh, man, timelines are weird. Yeah. So I did that. I've been doing that. It's getting better. Uh, I'm sitting. I'm actually sitting down and reading for once. My goal is to – you have a lot less to read than I do, mm-hmm. but you also are super bad at reading it. Yep. But also so am I. Yep. Um, and I also need to, like, get through this whole stack so I can start reading Green Arrow and – Right. Like, get into that. Get into that. Yay. Uh, get excited. I'm excited to read the comics. Good. But then I'm not excited to read the Kevin Smith comic and also watch the show. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, I think that the, I've been playing a couple video games. Everyone, I've been playing Seven Days to Die again because uh, they released the new alpha and completely changed a whole bunch of shit. Uh, I've been playing. I played a little bit of Assassin's Creed. I, don't, I just have a lot of time right now, and I don't mm-hmm. know what to do with myself, so I've been, like, bouncing between everything that I can do, mm-hmm. uh, and I need to just settle down and do things. Well, I just need to read Flash yep. and get through it, because yep. I have Wonder Woman sitting on my nightstand, and I can't yep. wait to read that. And you've and got all of Hellboy. All of Hellboy, and all of Swamp Thing, and Bunch also Swamp Thing. Superman for all seasons, and all those things. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's all I've been up to. All uh, right. We're at 30 minutes. Awesome. Well, let's hit some news real quick. News. Speaking of Star Wars, uh, Rise of Skywalker is on pace to make only $176 million this weekend, which is a massive opening weekend, but it's about $50 million short of Last Jedi, which was about $30 million short of Force Awakens. So, word of mouth seems to be hitting it a little yeah. bit. Um, they tr- They trusted word of mouth a little too much on this one. Yeah. Uh, I've been, yeah, just people I've been talking with, um, a lot of people I know who are kind of casual fans have been like, yeah, you know, it was pretty good. Mm -hmm. I kind of liked it. Um, and the one or two like actual star Wars fans I know are like, nah, that was nah. Yeah. I, I'm noticing more people just not give a shit about spoilers for this one than any movie I've seen in a while. Like any big movie. Because people are like, don't tell me in-game spoilers, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. People did that with Last Jedi. And this one, they're just like, oh, no, I just, like, I looked up all the spoilers. and Yeah. It just, people weren't excited about it. Yeah. Um, I think this may do, may be good because it might kill the need for Star Wars for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited to keep getting the Disney Plus shows. I want more Mandalorian. I want that Obi-Wan show they keep promising. Yeah. But we don't need these big tentpole movies right now. Yeah. And hopefully, we have enough movies coming yeah, out. Hopefully this tempers them a little bit. Yeah. Uh let's see. Should we talk about the trailers? Yeah. There's uh the the well the big trailer this week, Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun Maverick. The only thing I really give a shit about is him dogfighting with his students. Yep. Everything else can pretty much take a hike. It's got Miles Teller with a mustache though. Yeah, that's weird. But <laughs> Miles Teller with a mustache. That's weird. Miles Teller to me is like a dead sixteen year old kid. 
16-year-old kids can grow mustaches, too. Yeah, shut up. I still can't, and I'm 23. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, I'm... I don't know. I'm not super excited. I haven't seen the first one any, either. Yeah. So, like, I just... It doesn't seem uber exciting for me. It looks really cool. It looks like something I just want to, like, watch, eat, pop, eat popcorn and watch. Yeah. That's um, that's fair. But that's also not why I typically go to movies. Right. I've become so hoity-toity since starting this podcast. Yep. So bad. Yeah. Which is why I'm excited, unless you want to have a say. Well, it's uh, there was also a teaser for a Quiet Place Part Two. Oh, that's right. That was attached to something, wasn't it? Uh, they yes. Did, they did the tenant thing. Yes, but it's also actually released online now. Oh shit! I didn't see it. All right, pausing. I've got it. It's it's very much just a little teaser. So they're going to find a less quiet place. Yep. I think it's just, I think it's, it's going to be interesting. I think this is going to be, um, it's going to be different because I, I think that's teasing just the fact that it's going to be like a, a travel montage essentially mm-hmm. of them trying to be quiet while in unknown terrain. Yeah. And that's going to be really exciting. Yeah. It's going from a haunted house movie to a, like a sort of a genuine post-apocalyptic movie yeah. where they're exploring the wasteland. Yeah. Um, they're definitely older. The kids are definitely older. That's literally because kids age really quick at that age. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it, this is definitely supposed to be immediately after the yeah. original because she's still got the bandage on her foot. Oh, yeah. That's, that, you're right, yeah. Which is good. Um, just That's a good shot, though, watching the feet along the sand and then they come to the end of the path. Wait, who's that other kid? The son? Oh God, yeah. That was the. They had a third kid. Wait, yeah, yeah. They had the baby. Yeah. Where the fuck's the baby? Probably on someone's back. Let's watch it again. That's the baby bag. No, see, there's a box. The baby's in the box. Oh yeah. Gotta be. Good luck editing this. <laughs> yep. I just have to wait for that thing to not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So they're gonna be traveling. Cool. It's uh, it's not really a quiet place. It's a quiet, quiet pace. Ah! Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> Missed opportunity of the year. Wow. Uh, that's amazing. I'm proud of that one. That's that. That might be the best since um. Equalizer 2, which should have been called the Sequelizer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that okay. happened. Um, I, I was not excited for this movie. I love the first one. Mm-hmm. It's going to come back when we do our best movies of the decade episode, I think. Yep. But um, it didn't feel like a movie that needed a sequel. That being said, just watching that like little three shots there reminds me that John Krasinski is actually very good at this whole directing thing. Yeah. So... <laughs> And Emily Blunt's very good at this whole acting thing. Yeah. And so I'm uh I'm I'm excited. Yep. I'm not thrilled jumping for joy, but I'm excited. I think it's gonna be really nice to uh I think there's gonna be some more when it comes to complexity of directing because John Krasinski isn't having to work worry about being in frame and like dealing with that stuff. Like mm-hmm. I, it's not that like that's something he'd have to worry about, but he can focus more on the directing aspect and less of like focusing on trying to act. Yeah. Which yep. we all know he can. Hot shit, he can. Yep. <laughs> yep. Hot well, shit. <laughs> you know what I am just jumping up and down excited for? Uh, are you jumping up and down or are you jumping down and up? No. Oh, no. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> Tenet. Tenet. Oh, God, I'm so ready for this. Uh, and it's not time travel. Not. Yeah, not like l- in the literal sense. I think he's going to go with time travel. I think he's going to keep on with these like mind trap or mind time fuck ups. 
Yeah, I mean, there's clearly some sort of time reversal thing so going on. So do you on, think but... it's a perception? Or do you think it's a technology? I think it's a technology. I think it's a perception. I think it's okay. people that have been trained to be able to watch things happen. Uh, or like, be able to see time non-linearly. Okay. Um, and utilize that. So it's an Arrival sequel. Kind of. Like, okay. yeah, like, being able to see... So... Um, first of all, the very first scene, if you watch it after you figured out what the deal is, that's them reversing repelling. Yep. Um, and I think it's going to be like, there's like, a, like, as, cl- as cliche as it sounds, an, an elite team of people for some reason that I don't want to just say military. I think like espionage of some sort that have been, have learned mm-hmm. how to perceive time non-linearly and be able okay. to utilize working backwards okay and that car chase and stuff like that so that might be i think the car chase is something that's early on um Mm -hmm. when he's being trained okay um and he's gonna see that happen and go oh my god these guys this is the kind of stuff that these people can do Mm -hmm. yes they just wrecked but they utilize that to flip around and drive backwards so now they're looking at you and they're gonna shoot you in the goddamn face Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm i'm gonna go with technology just because that feels more like the christopher nolan thing to do um Every movie with some sort of sci-fi element he's done has some sort of technological component. Inception, there's like a little machine that puts you to sleep and shares yeah. your dreams. And the Prestige, there's the whole teleporter machine. In Dunkirk, there's boats. It's true. Yeah, Dunkirk, <laughs> they got they got them boats. Got them boats. <laughs> and them sky boats. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus um. Okay, that's a that's a valid point. Uh, I. Yeah. It just it seems like the Christopher Nolan thing to do. Um, I'm so hyped for this movie though. It, it looks so good. He's who is this guy, and why is he so good, and why have we not seen him in things before? Uh, John David Washington, yes. the guy from uh, Black Klansman. Okay, uh, Denzel Washington's son. Is he really? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. When are we gonna get a Denzel and his son movie? Uh, Threequalizer. Is that actually have, is that? Well, Denzel Washington was the equalizer and uh, equalizer oh, and the sequelizer oh, okay. so the threequalizer all right <laughs> uh <laughs> i tried it was a good joke but you just weren't on my page uh, yeah yeah um yeah no he's good uh he's he, he he knows what he's doing yep um i mean i've only ever seen him in the one thing yeah. but he was good in that uh it's got robert pattinson always a plus oh he's got that guy yeah i mean you saw him in the trailer right yeah, it, he's in the car. Yes, he is. He's in the car. It's fast enough that I was I was more focusing on like the content rather than the people. Right. Um, and also he's behind like the shot glass, so like I did remember as you said that, that yes I looked I was like yeah. hey look it's Batman. Yep. We need to do an episode on Robert Pattinson and that interesting career. Yeah. Or like at least an episode on actors with the most interesting careers. Like dude crawled himself out of a hole yep. to become Batman. What? <laughs> yeah let's let's do it after batman that is a feat to talk about yeah <laughs> or some feat to talk about if you like feet uh, why are why are we going quentin tarantino all of a sudden uh, moving on moving on <laughs> um speaking of feet that quiet place teaser <laughs> <laughs> uh no that um the tenant trailer though so i was i, was, I mean we saw it in the mm-hmm. theater um, and the, when I, it was again before rise of Skywalker the second time I saw it. And so I was kind of watching the audience reaction, but uh-huh. couldn't tear my eyes off the screen. And like, you know, with the, mm. the trailers, there's kind of some settling noise and people are chatting a little bit. Everyone shut the fuck up. When that trailer ended, you could hear a pin drop. <laughs> it was dead silent. And that's a good sign right yeah. there. It's, and I've, I've been telling people all this a whole, like for the past two weeks. I love being our age and now having a pop culture podcast Mm -hmm. at the time when the whole world just goes, hey, Mr. Nolan, here's a bunch of money. Just make something, dude. (laughs) I love it. We just have that trust. And he's got 15 years minimum of filmmaking left. Yeah. He's not Before he starts getting into an old age, like where he might not do it. Yeah. If we can keep, if we can get, like, preserve him like James Cameron, Mm -hmm. except don't make James, Cam- James Cameron movies, make Christopher <laughs> Nolan movies. Then, because James Cameron is like, 
90 now, isn't he? And he's still not, making movies? Not 90. Who's the person that's like super, super old and should definitely retire? I mean, James Cameron is old yeah. and should definitely retire, but he's not 90. Oh, Spielberg. Um, he's pretty old, isn't he? Spielberg's not that old. Yeah, Christopher Nolan's not even 50 yet. Yeah, no, that's what I was saying. It's like, we've got like, we've got time and he's built himself to just be a person that goes, hey, I want to make a movie. Yeah. Just He just says, I want to make a movie. And Paramount, Disney, Fox, well, not Fox, anymore, Paramount, Disney, Warner Media, they're all just like, take my money, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think he usually just works with Warner Brothers, but um, yeah. funnel in the money to Warner Media mm-hmm. so that they can make better DC movies. Yeah. Yeah, he's. Uh, I would love to see Christopher Nolan do a Batman movie. That'd be pretty great, you know. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I think he'd do some really interesting stuff with some characters. Yeah, he'd probably do it like super grounded. Yeah, Man. I don't know if he would. I don't know if he could do Bane though. Bane isn't really a character you can ground well and keep. keep yeah, not so stuff. much. He's he's a little campy. Yeah, he could do Joker. Like, Joker though would be very interesting. Joker would be fascinating to watch. Yeah. I feel like I feel like he'd go kind of left field direction. Cast um. Like a, I don't like know, a pretty boy, rom-com. pretty boy rom com kind of guy, yeah. yeah. Like, um, who's a who's a I don't know, like uh, what's Timothy Chalamet doing right now? He's mm. a pretty, he's an, it's kind of a, he's, well, he's, he's a drama. He's, he's, he's a little a more sophisticated than that, yeah. I don't are, do people make rom coms anymore? I I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you cast Rebel Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I would actually like to see is Joker. What fucking. Key, uh, key, Mike, Michael Keegan, key, Michael Keegan, key, Keegan, Michael Key. That took about four tries. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, no, yeah, he'd be pretty good. He's got like the, he's got that manic look in his eyes. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's just because he's been partnered with Peel for so long that he's just like this craziness is starting to rub off on him. (laughs) Yeah, Peel's got some real darkness in his soul. (laughs) We've talked about it. Yep. Anyway, wow, we. Uh, a lot of tangents, but I feel like decent tangents. Not just we're, stupid yeah, bullshit. we're having fun. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, one headline that caught my eye is <gasps> New Mutants is definitely happening. We're actually getting a trailer in January. Uh, I'm putting that definitely in italics. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> happening. Because they said it's definitely happening like eight times before. Yeah. But, like, it has a release date that is now fixed. But it's... Okay, yeah. But, like, they say we're getting a trailer in a month that's not here yet. Like, it's... I don't know. If they just dropped the trailer on us, then it'd be like, okay, yeah. But they're like, we're getting a trailer. It's like the the classic thing. They're like, hey, where are you at? It's like, I'm on my way. And they're still in bed. Yeah. And they're like, I'm literally, like, three minutes away. And they're getting... They're brushing their teeth. And it's like, I'm in the driveway. And they're getting in their car. <laughs> it's like that kind of thing. It's like, it's definitely coming later yep so i'm 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 taking that with a grain of salt with a hefty damn grain of salt if that's the yeah. correct i mean it's scheduled for an april release next year 2020 yeah it fucking better be dude i hope so they better be getting a trailer because they have one trailer yeah and that trailer was wow. like two years ago yeah so i don't even consider that a trailer it's probably it's, well they reshot a whole bunch of it yeah oh god i hope they don't disney it from what I've heard, they were making it scarier, and the oh, test good. and the test screenings said it worked pretty well. Okay, so we'll, we'll see. see. That's the I'll take that with several grains of salt, but I'm still cautiously optimistic. Yeah, I, I mean, I want this movie to do well. Yeah. This is this is one of those movies that like I I'm not 100 percent confident, in, but I want to work really really well. Yeah, because I, people who've been listening for a while know that I'm a huge fan of like twisting the genre mm-hmm. and doing. Like I want a Batman psychological horror that's from the perspective of someone who's not Batman. And yeah, that would be amazing. That'd be a great twist on that. Um. So yeah. All right, Matt Preston. It's been a year. It has. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. It's uh well in like three days. Mm-hmm. But you know, Merry Christmas. Uh, I got you something. It's uh-huh. my sexy, sexy nipples. Oh. You know who else has sexy, sexy nipples? <laughs> Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, he's got you know, some sexy nipples. He really does. Uh, he's got some got some pretty decent ones. But he's not the only Chris that's got some good nipples. In honor of Christmas. 
we're doing our third annual Christmas special episode. Where we talk about the Chris's <laughs> and we rate them. We objectify men. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the four Chris's are Chris Pratt, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Prine, and Prine. Chris Prine. I think I always do that. <laughs> Chris Prawn. He's a new one. He's kind of short. He's a shrimp. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, Chris Pine, and Chris Pratt. There it is. There's also another. There's Chris Rock, which we don't talk about. He's he's not anything. He doesn't really fit in that category. Uh, not a big, big budget movie guy. Chris, uh, uh, Chris, um, Chris Holt. That's right. That's the other Chris one. Holt. Yeah. We should have thought about Chris. I Holt. I don't fucking know what he's been in anyway. So let's just take him out of the running. For I'm gonna time. no. I'm gonna pull up his IMDb. Okay. We're doing it. <laughs> Breaking the joke a little bit. What's his actual name? <laughs> Nicholas. <laughs> Nicholas. <laughs> I genuinely have no idea what his name is anymore. Uh, oh, right. He was in he was in Dark Phoenix. I think that's the most recurring joke. Like, it might be that that has that has never broken me like this one. Like that that like I actually had to break it because I don't remember <laughs> the original. <laughs> uh, like okay. all of our names, all of our fucked up names, like mm-hmm. Matthew Mahogany and Bed. Been a bench cover dick. Those all come from. I know exactly where those have come from. Right. Uh, but this one, I just, I don't remember his real name. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So yeah, we rate them. Uh. Always rate. We always rate them on their facial hair. Of course. And then I think we kind of we, we do like best same, movie, best yeah. performance, and then a few fun ones. So I think because we kind of got started on it, we should rate best nipples. Best nipples. <laughs> um. Chris Pine's kind of the bottom of that one. We don't. <sighs> well. Part of the problem, let I me. Gotta, I gotta you know, look at let that. Me, I'm genuinely pulling this up right now. Let me let me go ahead and go through their filmographies from the past year because we're kind of basing this oh, off yeah, the past right. year. Yeah. Uh, so Chris Evans, of course, was I guess he was technically in a picture in Captain Marvel, so he sort of counts. Um, he was in Endgame, of course. He was in Knives Out, of course, and he was in the Netflix original movie that I don't think very many people saw, The Red Sea Diving Resort. Don't know if it was any good. It was apparently terrible. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm getting screenshots of all their nipples so I can okay. look at them. We can compare them okay. objectively. All right. Uh, Chris Pine was in zero movies this year. He was on a <laughs> TV miniseries called I Am the Night. Um, and he had a one episode appearance on Not American Christ Dad. shirtless. Yes, I'm also, um, <laughs> my Google's about to be filled with me looking at their shirtless <laughs> pictures. That's great. Uh, uh, Chris Hemsworth was in Avengers Endgame and Men in Black International. Um, did you end up watching that one? I did not. I couldn't bring myself to, even if I'd had time. Uh, and Chris Pratt was in Avengers Endgame and The Kid, which is a Western directed by Vincent D'Onofrio for some reason. Oh. So, don't know what the deal is with that, but it's, uh, oh, and it's got Ethan Hawke in it and Dane DeHaan. Wow. All right. Ooh. Anyway, I got all four pictures. Oh, and uh, Chris Holt. Chris Holt was in. Oh yeah, he was in Tolkien, and he was in Dark Phoenix. So and I'm actually gonna say this right off the bat: Chris Hemsworth does not have sexy nipples. Oh, yeah, those are not no not appealing nipples. Not they're not great. Tiny, tiny little and like they're super teeny. Yeah, not um, not the best. All right, what else do you got for me? Hit me. Uh, Chris Pine, not Chris actually Pine? terrible. Uh, that, those are some they're man nipples they're right there. there. Yeah. Because the other two, like, Chris Pratt's aren't really noticeable. He's They're pointy, but the, the, yeah. the too similar they're to the color of the Yeah, they're just kind of there. And then kind of the same thing with uh, Chris Evans. He's, uh, yeah. They're all right, but they're, no. not, they're not the best. Yeah. So I think what I'm probably going to say is I'm going to say Pratt, Hemsworth, or not Pratt. Uh, Pine. Pine, Hemsworth. Pine, Pine, fucking hell. Ha, gotcha. Pine, Evans, Pratt, Hemsworth. I I think I'd agree with that order. Yeah, those, those are Chris Chris, Chris we Pine. Should, we should put that on our Instagram. That picture of Chris Pine's sexy, sexy nipples. All right, I'm doing that. That sounds like Chris a good Pine, thing. Chris Pine, killing it with your nipples, starting the year off great with some. All right, some good I, nips. I guess we're just not counting Chris Holt's nipples. Oh yeah, I don't want to deal with Chris. Okay, Holt. fair enough. We can't break tradition. Fair enough. It's these four. Well, I mean, if another Chris pops out of nowhere and suddenly also a, a good actor, oh, I didn't want to update my slash actress. Then, then yeah, then we'll include we, we them. talked then, but like his name's not actually Chris, so we can't really that's, violate yeah. the, that's the sanctity of Christum. Yeah. 
that's Christendom. Christendom. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's. All right. uh, that we, was a fun one. Let's go to like the movies. Yeah. Uh, who do you think had the best performance this year? Uh, given that the only performances I've seen of any of them was in Endgame and Knives Out. Oh. Chris Evans. Both, honestly. Mm-hmm. Chris Evans in both of them. Like okay. Chris Evans just because he did an amazing performance in Knives Out. Mm-hmm. Also, I think he did the standout. I'm gonna put Pratt right down in the bottom. He had he didn't have anything. He to didn't do. have anything to do. What he did was just kind of lame. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I don't like Star Lord anymore after that whole Infinity War thing. Like I'm on yeah. that boat of like he fucked everything up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he's just always been kind of an obnoxious buffoon. Yeah, buffoon. that's why the first Guardians is so bad because he's an obnoxious buffoon and we're supposed to like him. Yeah. Uh, um, Chris Hemsworth. Um, also, he's good. He he did it. He had a, he had quite a bit to do. His his was a bit more uh, like self doubt driven performance. Yeah, but like when the when they're in the the whole time heist and the hammer comes to him, that look on his face, I'm still worthy. Yeah, that's a that's some good acting right there. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think Evans is definitely the first. Would you put his endgame performance above his Knives Out performance? Ooh. Oh, that's a good question. <sighs> yeah. Man. Okay, so let's let's look at this differently. Uh, uh, different kinds. Is it... Is he able to portray a convincing that character? Mm-hmm. Or is he able to elicit emotions from me? Okay. Because uh, we all know that, like, me, I prefer being sad and getting my emotions elicited. Yeah. Is that a thing? Um, so if it was that, I would say it's in-game. But being able to portray a character, portray a character, mm-hmm. knives out. Because yeah. he definitely did a much different character than, like, that one, I believed that character for being an asshole. Yeah. I was able to look past the Chris Evans, mm-hmm. but kind of Chris Evans has become a bit more synonymous with Captain America, mm-hmm. but it wasn't really him being anything different. Right. But he just made me cry a couple times. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to say when it comes to acting, probably a better performance than Knives Out. Okay. Yeah, I, I buy that. And it's, it's also just he's got more to do in that movie. He's yeah. got some actual drama. And I looked past... The Chris Evans. And I think that's one of the most important things when it comes to this category. Mm-hmm. Is being able to look past the actor and see the character. Yeah. Um, Not to say that he, d- he can't disappear. We, he could be a completely different person from Captain America, but he just is Captain America to me right now. Well, yeah. yep, fair enough. Um, All right, let's do a silly one. Best facial hair. Best facial hair. And I've got some pictures from stuff that we didn't see of the various people's facial okay chris pine didn't have facial hair in the mini series he was in so i guess he loses by default oh wait we didn't even talk about chris pine since he wasn't anything i guess he's default he might he might have been good in i am the night but i'm not gonna watch a a decent looking mini series just just to see chris pine maybe i would we didn't write the the performances though so chris evans at the top yeah chris evans and knives out um Um, chris hemsworth yep uh chris pratt chris pine I'd put Pine above Pratt. Yeah. I'm just, I'm going to assume he was better in I Am the Knight than Chris Pratt was. Yeah, that's in, fair. That's uh, valid. All right. Um, I have pictures uh, for you of Chris Evans in uh, Red Sea Diving Resort and Chris Pratt in The Kid, both of whom are sporting fe- fairly full beards. Yeah. Uh, so what's Red Sea Diving Resort? What's the setting of Red Sea Diving Resort? Uh, The Red Sea. Uh, what year? Like. 70s i think okay 70s Cold and obviously that's kind of like old west. old west yeah i'm gonna say chris evans is a bit more full mm-hmm. it, it looks good i think the like the actual head hair on pratt kind of takes away from the beard yeah like it, it's kind of just greasy and not great well and... he's he's got like a it's a very authentic western feeling beard i think yeah it looks kind of scraggly and ungroomed well i mean like it's it's full but it looks ungroomed yeah that's what i mean to say I'm going to say Chris Evans on that one. Uh, between those two. I mean, I think the real winner here has just got to be Hemsworth for his full braided Norse god yes. beard at the end of Endgame. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that one's just like... That's, that's, that's a yeah. good point. I don't even know if that one's real, though. Are any of those real? I don't know. Ooh, that's, we should fact check that. Mm, Not worth it. Not worth no. the t- absurd effort to get fact check. Let's yeah. assume all facial hair is real. Okay. Yeah, so Hemsworth right up top. Yep. Uh, Evans, Pine, because he had one. and Or not Pine, uh, Pratt, because he had it. 
and then pine down at the bottom. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put Pratt above Evans. Like you know, objectively, Chris Evans' beard is better, mm-hmm. but Chris Pratt seems like it better serves the movie he's in. That's fair. Which that's I odd. didn't see either of those movies, but yeah. let's assume. Let's, let's assume. Let's, let's pretend. Assume. That's this is, this is that's what we do here. There's a lot of assuming in this yep. episode. Yeah. Um, we gotta do a better job next year of actually trying to see all the movies that they're in. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna see Wonder. <gasps> Wonder Woman 84? Yep. I'm so excited for that. Yep. I think my theory is perfect. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Um, Best accent. Hmm. I don't know. I just came up with something <laughs> that was fucking blue. Do um, any of them have? I mean, I guess Chris Hemsworth is always putting down his Australian accent. Yeah, he's gotten really good at that. Uh, Chris Pine's not anything. Chris Pratt's not anything. I guess it's just going to be Chris. It's going to be Hemsworth above everybody Hemsworth else. Hemsworth by default. Yay! <laughs> uh, well, I'm assuming Pratt probably have to do a Southern accent in that, given that it's Old West. Yeah, some western sort of accent. some sort of Western accent. I wonder if I'm, I can. I wonder if I can find a trailer real quick, just so we can get an okay. idea. Uh, while you're doing that, I'm going to assume it's not great because it's. I don't think Pratt is fantastic at accents, if I remember mm-hmm. very correctly. Um, I, the only thing I can imagine is like Andy doing a Southern accent in Parks and Rec. Yeah. Like that's kind of what I'm picturing, but it's it's probably not. You got something? I've got a clip of Ethan Hawke and Chris Pratt dueling. Let me go back. I want to hear what Chris Pratt says. Oh. Oh. Okay. Well, so no, not really an accent. There's a teeny bit. A little bit of drawl there, but. And I'm trying to figure out if it's, like, intentional that it was just supposed to be subtle or he just wasn't good enough at it that they didn't surround him with it. Maybe that's how he actually talks. 
Maybe. I don't know. I'm still putting Hemsworth up there. Yeah. I'm doing Hemsworth, Pratt, Evans, Pine. Kind of sucks that Pine wasn't in anything. Yeah. He's he's got some points because of his nipples, but that's basically <laughs> it. <laughs> um, best movie now in game, three of them. Knives out. Knives. Oh, so Evans. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think any of the others were going to be any better than that. Yeah. So. Um. Uh, we need one more weird category. Okay. Um. Best quote. It's best weird. quote. The best thing that we can think of that one of them said. I got a good one, but I can't repeat it. From Knives Out. <laughs> oh. Um. Oh, I can't remember it. I. It's in the trailer. Eat fecal oh, matter. Uh, eat shit. Eat shit. Eat shit. Really eat shit. <laughs> no, definitely. <laughs> definitely eat shit. <laughs> that one's fun. Um, I think Chris Evans just has the quotes. Uh. Because he had one in uh, um, Endgame. Oh, the, I knew it from Hemsworth. And then, like, you take yeah. the little one. No, you take the little one. Yeah. That's a good one. It's <laughs> um, a good moment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I guess because of the eat shits, uh, Evans takes that on that one. All right. I think we have a pretty clear winner. It seems like it was Evans this year. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Just. standout performance in in uh end game and then a, the one actual good other movie with yeah. knives out yeah it's where has everyone else been oh they've been doing things but it's all tiny stuff since they have a fuck ton of money from marvel yeah and i mean chris pine's got wonder woman next year yeah. and chris evans has got uh You're looking at their imdbs yeah he's in a movie called jekyll but we don't know when it's going to come out he'll probably pop up in something next year Emily um, just liked my picture and asked, or liked our picture and asked, does this mean another Chris ranking episode? <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does, Emily. <laughs> you got a live shout out right there. Uh, oh, Chris Pratt, of course, has Onward and then The Tomorrow War next year. Ooh. Oh, Jurassic World 3 has a subtitle. Jurassic World 3 Arcadia. Huh. I didn't know that. Interesting. All right, so there's gonna be a lot of Chris movies. Yeah, I haven't even touched on Hemsworth yet. Wow. I would like to touch Hemsworth. Ooh, not his nipples though, because they're not great. Yeah, they're weird and be. weird and. He doesn't have anything on the schedule for 2020, so maybe he won't be in anything. Oh, um, he's in a movie called Dhaka, in which an Indian businessman re- recruits a mercenary to find his kidnapped son. Directed by Sam Hargrave, written by Joe Russo, starring Chris Hemsworth, David Harbour. Uh, Gulshift A. Farhani. That's another Chris to put in the list. Chris list. Um, there, oh, there's a guy named Chris Jai Alex in that one. Chris Dry Alex? Chris Jai Alex. Oh, Jai. Same spelling as uh, Jai Courtney. Oh. Anyway, so we've got, so we've got movies. We've got some stuff for next year. Uh, look forward to Christmas, an annual Christmas episode 2020. I'm just hoping we get another Chris that comes out of nowhere so we can add to the competition here a yeah. little bit. That was a pretty short conversation. That was a 15, 20 minute conversation. We're at an hour. Yep. This will be among our shorter episodes, which is fine. Yeah. Because I hear my mom's make, my mom's done with dinner out there and I'm hungry. And I got to go pack because I'm leaving tomorrow. <gasps> Matt! I'm going to be gone for a whole week and a half. <laughs> And I'm also leaving on Friday. Good thing we've already recorded that episode. Yeah. It's a bad one. Get excited, people. Oh, yeah. It's our annual uh, sleep-deprived year in review. Yep. It was pretty bad. I I was pretty tired. There's a lot of points I wanted to make about, like, the end of pop culture that I just forgot about. Yeah. Uh, That's that. Shall we? We shall. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our third animal. Animal! (laughs) Uh, Thanks for listening to our third annual Christmas special. Uh, if you've got ideas for other qualities and categories we should rank the Chris's on for next year, you should probably let us know on one of the places we're at. Those places are Facebook and Twitter, where we're at Just Us Losers Pod. Instagram, by the same handle. Uh, excuse me. Uh, Gmail, JustUsLosersPod at gmail.com, where if you want to write a fan fiction about all of the Chris's nipples and how they are actually sentient and go on adventures when the Chris's are sleeping, I would read the balls out of what? that. <laughs> Oh. Oh well. We didn't last week either, did we? We're bad about it. Um. 
If Chris Hemsworth's nipples were a bionicle, what bionicle would they be? Let us know at Gmail. Oh. All right, go from the Wikipedia page from nipple to bionicle. See how well you can do it. The you get points for creativity and points for speed. Yep. Post post your path or send it send it to our Gmail or slide into our DMs. Yeah, something like that. Something. Uh, we are on SoundCloud and Podbean and iTunes and Spotify. So you can hear us. You can hear our Rise of Skywalker review, which was also kind of sleep deprived. And I feel like I feel like I missed some points that I meant to make. But you know, whatever. Uh, it's not great, and I can't get excited about ragging on it really. Um, next week, as we already said, is our 2019 year in review. It's very sleep deprived. It's very bad. And then we're going to be coming back at you first week of 2020 with our first episode. Is going to be the the decade in review, right? Best yeah. movies of the decade. We're going to do it. We're going to do a little more structured. We're going to talk about kind of some big industry trends, and then we're both going to come to the table with our own individual top tens and mash them together, and to see what more. fills out. Yeah, ah! and uh, we'll we'll see what falls out, and we'll have our official definitive Justice Losers best movies of the 20 teens. All right, so get excited. If you got if you got a movie you want to plug, let us know on one of those mediums. Uh, if you've got some sort of industry industry trends you want us to talk about and make mention of, uh, you should hit us up on one of those places. We can probably talk about the the end of pop culture in that episode to make up for not doing it on the the next week's episode. Yeah, we're good for us. We'll try. We won't try. We never do. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 I'm summoning the devil!